0: I'm Richard, and I'm Will, and together we're the, the Irreverent, Irreverent Nerds! Nerds. Bom, bom, bom. Nerds, I have some exciting news to share. We are now offering a monthly subscription service for our listeners. For the low price of two ninety nine dollars per month, subscribers will gain access to two bonus episodes, and an invitation to a zoom gathering additionally subscribers who sign up for our email list are eligible to be entered into a monthly prize drawing so what are you waiting for click on the link in the episode description today to get started
1: that was not as loud as possible
0: it was not as loud as possible what's up nerds nerds we're recording now (laughs) We are, yes we are, <laughs> we are on the way to see Spider-Man Across the spiders. Across right. it! I think we got that right.
2: <clears throat>
0: so, so Will, how you doing today man? How's it going?
1: Oh well, it's alright. Um, I'm not going to get into details. I'm probably not the most focused to drive right now, so we're about to go on an adventure.
2: Woohoo!
0: Live dangerously, just like Spider-Man. Except with no superpowers. <laughs> yeah, like car insurance. Yeah. yeah,
1: car insurance. No collision, though. Oh, fun.
0: Not worth it, I guess.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Let's just make it look like the other guy's fault. I guess.
0: <laughs>
2: it's your fault. You did it.
0: You ran right in front of me.
2: <laughs>
0: so nerds, thanks for thanks for joining us again on, on yet another. Jaunt into the theater verse. Uh, so this is kind of fun. We like we like switching it up. I know the audio quality kind of fluctuates, and that might be frustrating for some people that are used to podcasts having consistent audio quality. But you know what? Like that's one of the things we want to be a little different about our podcast. Consistency? What's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we both have ADD/ADHD, so you're you're gonna get it all over the place. Um, all over the place. That didn't sound right. All over the spectrum. That's right. No, but like... Yeah, like... Most other podcasts... With the exception of... NPR, like... Journalism podcasts... You know, where they're like... Interviewing people... Or Radio Lab, But like... They're going out in the field... And recording it. So that's what we do. Like, we're recording out in the field... As it were... In, in the nerd's natural habitat. Um, actually, I suppose home is probably... You know I was what I'm about though? to say. We were stereotyping nerds, though. There's nerds of all different stripes. You know what I mean? There's, There's otaku's, geeks, but are geeks nerds and are nerds geeks? Yes and no. Yes and no. So, shout out to to Red and Link. You should check out their uh, music video. It's probably been about 10 years ago they put it out, but it's called Epic Rap Battle: Nerd vs. Geek. It's, it's, quite, it's quite amazing. It's, it's great. Not to mention a, a slightly older song, uh, White and Nerdy, uh, put out by one Weird Al Yankovic. White and Nerdy. Which, by the way, if you haven't checked out the, uh, the Weird Al movie on Roku oh. TV uh, with Daniel Radcliffe and uh, Rain Wilson, you should totally check it out. It's, it's hilarious. I want to see that. Is that free? Yeah, it's free. If you have a Roku TV or... I don't know if you can just like sign up for Roku online and get it, or if you have to have a Roku TV to get it free. I'm not sure, but I have a Roku—not a Roku TV, but I have a Roku, whatever you call it, box. Box, yeah, box. Roku okay, box. box. Um, so, so I can watch it for free, and it's it's good. I, I remember hearing—I think it was in an interview—I heard Daniel Radcliffe talk about that, that was coming up, and uh, so I was like, I want to see that. And some of it, some of the draw was that I just, I like Daniel Radcliffe, he's, he's really good in, in uh, comedies, actually, like, you wouldn't necessarily think so, but he's, he's, he's quite hilarious. Anyway. Need to see that, then. Yeah, so, plug for Weird Al, and a lot of cameos in that, Jack Black makes a cameo in that, let's see who else makes a cameo in that, quite a, quite a few celebrities, I'm assuming are friends with Weird Al. Um, either that or he called in some favors or something. <laughs> but obviously Rain Wilson, has, he has a more significant role in the film, um, playing the uh, Dr. Demento, I think. Dr. Demento. Who uh, discovers Weird Al at a biker bar one night. Oh, okay. By the way, th- this movie is its like a parody of his life, which is brilliant, I thought. So you're not quite sure what's true and what's not. Well, I'm not familiar with uh, Weird Al's life, so I don't uh, know who Dr. Mentos is. Hold on a second. We're back. Will's driving like a maniac. Because <laughs> I uh-huh. I left the house with the Will is picking me. He picked me up, and we only my wife and I only have one car, and I left the house with the keys in my pocket, so I got to go back. <laughs> so you guys get a little bit longer of, of this. Uh, sorry, or you're welcome. Depending on how you feel about it. (laughs) Twist my mustache. So we're just gonna shoot the breeze here. Like we're not even gonna talk about the movie. So Will I bought I bought we don't do this very often anymore, so let's let's jump in. Will I bought a Wii recently, you know this. And what did you tell me? It's true. This man now has a Wii. Yeah, and Will called me
1: an idiot. For buying the Wii. No, I called you a knucklehead. <laughs> oh, knucklehead, sorry. That's because I have two <laughs> Wii's and it, for some reason I felt like giving him one of them for his birthday this year.
0: Yeah, which obviously he wasn't going to tell me about because it was a surprise. And, uh, but he didn't know I was planning on buying, which I didn't know either until recently. Yes, I, I rescued it from a dumpster many
1: years ago and I don't know what to do with it, so I was like, I will give it to my pal Richard. This little Oliver Twist has been living in his closet or something. Yep.
0: Poor <laughs> orphan. It's in a cardboard box labeled Wee Number 2. <laughs> it's like, actually, maybe to be more precise, he's like a, like a, a cast-off from the Sheriff Woody doll collection. He's not getting played with. He's just sitting there in the closet, you know, collecting dust. Like, squeaky. Squeakful. But once he got a new voice box, for some reason, it could sing like Frank Sinatra. Sorry, Toy Story reference. Are we talking about the penguin. Yeah, isn't it Squeaky? Isn't his name Squeaky? I don't remember. I feel like it's Squeaky. I don't remember the, except that he exists. And then at the end, he's like, "You've got a friend in me." He's like either James Darren or, or Frank Sinatra, kind of that style, of swinging. I'm swinging. Which Toy which Story movie was that? Uh Two, I believe. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was Toy Story 2. Yeah. Wait, 2? Was it 2? Some... I'm trying to remember which one it was that Woody gets put up on a shelf.
2: I think it was 2.
0: It was 2. Yeah. Yeah, he gets he gets put up on a shelf by the mom, I
2: guess, or something.
0: Because uh, uh, what's-his-face goes to, goes to camp with Buzz instead of Woody. Actually, because his mom kind of makes him anyway (laughs) forces them to make a choice which, speaking of Toy Story sorry, I feel like I'm talking a lot Will, do you want to say more? Uh, I I think there's another Toy Story movie in development
1: but I'm confused um why? (laughs) because I read some sort of clickbait article that said that the next Toy Story had been cancelled, but then when I read it I think it really was trying to say the next Buzz Lightyear film was canceled because we oh, yeah. really liked the first one. Yeah,
0: it kind of, <laughs> it, it kind of, it kind of bombed. Um, it didn't even break $200 million, which for a Pixar movie is, is, is might be the worst grossing Pixar movie of all time, actually. Um, people I were I not had, ready. I guess. It got advertised quite a, quite a ways ahead, but I guess it just didn't garner enough interest. I liked it, but I didn't
1: love it. Dude, we didn't do a review on that, did we?
0: No, I haven't seen it yet, actually. Oh, really?
1: Well, then I probably shouldn't spoil it, it for you—the things I didn't like about the film.
0: Well, yeah, if it's like—I um, like the cat. Though. Im- important plot points. It's a very important plot point. All right, do you want to honk the horn? <laughs> All right. That's there.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: well, watch out for that wasp! The wasp behind you. Ah!
1: Bye. All right. Drive like the wind. The wind.
0: There's like 20 minutes of previews, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, with a with a big movie like this, blockbuster. Yeah, there's gonna be like 20 minutes of previews. So we. Sh- I don't think we'll miss anything.
1: You, you know what I heard? I don't know how or what, but I heard that something in this film sets up the next Tom Holland movie.
0: What wouldn't surprise me? Like, cause they, they definitely made some connections. And with it being a multiverse, obviously, and and Sony having rights, like they can kind of do that if they want. I feel like they can do anything they want <laughs> within reason, obviously. Like for yeah. reason, out the window. Or Kevin Feige, you now. <laughs> is Avi? Does Avi Arad? Is he still working on the Sony Pictures side of it, or is he? Did he retire from Marvel wow. Studios? Because you know he was involved with the Tobey Maguire films. Like he was the big. Kevin Feige was just like an assistant producer or something back then like I remember I actually saw his name on Spider-Man 3 in the credits I was like oh it's Kevin Feige before he was Kevin Feige um you mean the uh right 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 uh, but Avi Arad was kind of the, the big runner for Marvel Studios back then um so he like it's not even a renaissance really cause they they didn't have a good Marvel movie until until X-Men I guess really in 2000 Right, I, I don't think you can say they had a good Marvel film until X-Men uh,
1: I think that's where it all started what, what year did Spider-Man come out uh, I believe it was
0: 2002 yeah 2002 that sounds about right Yeah, I think it was summer of 2002 if memory serves me and then the second one was 2003 and then I think and the third one didn't come out until 2007 something like that as far as I know, yeah,
1: that's, that's what people say I've, I've read that it all started with the X-Men films, the superhero renaissance.
0: Yeah. Films. Well, yeah, cause like there really hadn't been like, cause yeah, honestly, I, uh, where's huh? that car going? I, thought so. I mean, you didn't have to let him in. He could have come in behind you. <laughs> Just avoiding
1: the wreck. Watch out, watch out. Almost had a wreck.
0: I will say though that, that, well, you have, your driving has improved over the decades. Um, like when we first started riding together and you had that old Buick, like, you were not as good at paying attention to the road. <laughs> You've gotten better over the years. I'm on medication. Hey, it helps.
1: Actually, I'm, I'm not on anything for ADHD, though. I just thought that
0: would be funny to say. Yeah. No, I think you and I both take SSRIs. Which is not really a stigma around that anymore. It's like so ubiquitous now for millennials. I feel like... Like, It wouldn't surprise me if at least least half of millennials are taking serotonin reuptake inhibitors. You know what I mean? Right. Now, isn't there another word
1: for our generation other than millennials? Nation. No. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I haven't seen that movie yet heard it's good. It's from the 90s, I think. Late 90s. Maybe early 2000s. The aughts, as they say. What do you call the 10s? Like, I guess the 2010s, I guess. Well 2010s. Uh, I, we're in the 2020s. We call them the 10s? I don't know. I guess you, you call it, like, the, the aughts, because the 2000s just sounds weird, so I think people just call the first decade of this millennium the aughts. And then you have the 2010s, I guess, and then the 2020s, something like that. Anyway, so yeah, guys, you're definitely getting a, a uh, all over the place. But you know what? That's one of the things I I think we get away from it sometimes with our podcast, where kind of the spontaneity to a certain extent, because like sometimes we try too hard to follow an outline, and it actually kills the, the vibe sometimes I think and that's my fault I think I'm like well we gotta we gotta do an intro and we gotta follow the plot and we gotta do this and sometimes we lose the spontaneity I feel like when we do that but then on the flip side with the spontaneity maybe sometimes people are get lost and they're like where are you going with this I don't know what do you guys think listeners what do you think do we encourage your ADHD (laughs) yeah give it a slap on the ass where did Tell that it, come from? <laughs> <laughs> Tell it to run along. You can do it, ADHD. You can do it.
1: You can do it. no over there. Do it over there.
0: <laughs> Not here. Not in- Oh, shiny. Woo. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> uh,
1: I was like that when I was a new driver in my teen years. I was uh, taking my brother and I to school. Or home from school one day, and he just was like, "Hey, and by
0: the, the way, let's not get a ticket on our way." Well, that would make just an interesting podcast. Yeah, thankfully the movie just came out, so there's like 20 show times today, um, so we'd still be able to see it. But yeah, <laughs> it's like so we well, it got pulled over because we were trying to make it for the two o'clock showtime. Yeah, there's one at two thirty, so if we if we make it too late, oh, we cool, can do cool, cool, we can do cool. the two thirty. Cool, cool. I do like seeing the previews, I will say. So, uh, Thing. Thing? Thing. Like the John Carpenter film from the early 80s? Sure. Or Thing from, uh, uh, Fantastic Four?
1: Better Thing. Or something else? I was going to say something, but I forgot. (laughs) So, I heard that this film is supposedly better than the original.
0: Oh, that's hard to do. Especially since The Ritual was so good. Like, that was like... I think we called it... Like, I think we both agree it's probably the best Spider-Man film. Um, definitely right up in the top three, right? Both of us, I think, might get up there.
1: I mean, which it's a hard decision to make. Uh, I really love the Toby McGuire films, but they can be kind of campy in hindsight.
0: Yeah, I still think... The second one is still, still my favorite. Like, the first one was great, too, but the... Because obviously, establishes the world, and it, and it took superhero movies to a new level, uh, higher than X Men, I would say. Like, just, oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It was just uh, something that just soared about that that film, and um, I did not see it in theaters because I wasn't. I didn't go to theaters back then, um, but I did. My dad at the time had a video projector, so we watched it on this decent sized screen. So we still got to see it, you know, decent sized screen with good sound system that was pretty awesome uh, I watched Fellowship of the Ring on that same screen cool I think although I think the second time I watched it I watched it, I watched it first time I think I just watched it on a laptop I think anyway but yeah so you love Tobey McGuire films like now would you how would you rank them would you in terms of your favorites of those three films second first then third yeah same here same here that's probably what most people I think too second one because i was about the same age as he was supposed to be in the film at that time so the second one really resonated with me some of his experiences reminded me of things that i had gone through around that time oh you stopped a, uh you stopped a train with some webs i didn't know that <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> yeah i looked like i was like severely constipated while i was doing it <laughs>
1: Was it? What? What is it with Spider-Man stopping things with webs, looking constipated? I don't know. Well, <laughs> Tom, oh. Tom Holland uh, tried to save a boat from being ripped in half. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that's right. Was that the second? Second film? I think that was the first. No, that was uh, the first that's Tom right. Holland film. Yeah, which was really good. The second one, mediocre, eh. in my opinion. Eh. Yeah. It just, it just didn't, eh. it just didn't land. You know which. It's that like, Jake Gyllenhaal is great. I love him. He's an excellent actor. But just something about the second film just felt a little bit flat. Um, didn't quite grab me. You know? But obviously the, th- the third one, you know, excellent. No Way Home. Yeah. Excellent,
1: excellent. Yeah, I think my favorite of the Tom Holland films, probably No Way Home is probably the
0: best one. Yeah, and, and obviously... You know, it's one of those things where like, it wouldn't be as good if you hadn't had the lead up to it, of him being in both the first two films and building on the character, and then obviously him being in the Avengers movies, and like, like it, it built up so many things. It, it was really the, the the Infinity War saga of Spider-Man films. It tied so many things. I guess in a sense, it even tied it into the Infinity War saga in some sense, although it was like a postscript. Uh, So getting back to This Spider-Man universe Slash multiverse You heard that it might tie in To the next Holland film in some way You've heard a rumor
1: I I heard it did But uh, I'm trying
0: to avoid spoilers Same here yeah I don't think I've even I guess I've watched a trailer Yeah I've seen a trailer at some point But yeah other than that I I haven't, uh, haven't seen much I haven't been on Instagram much this weekend, so I haven't seen any any spoilers pop up on, like, Nerdist or IGN.
1: Well, I think my biggest spoiler comes from the trailer, finding out what happened to Peter B. Parker and his version of, uh, May. Not May, May. Mary, Mary Jane. Sorry, Mary Jane.
0: Oh, well, don't tell me, because I didn't catch that part. <laughs> we'll talk about it in the review. Yeah. Yeah, I must have seen it without noticing it. Unless it was the most recent trailer. I don't think I've seen the newest trailer. I saw the first trailer. Was the first trailer? I think it was in the first trailer. Huh. I guess I just missed it, or I forgot. So, may that be a good thing. I'll be surprised. Whatever it is. So, we'll find out. We will see. Or I will see. We'll, we'll already know. So.
2: <laughs>
0: it's probably in my brain somewhere. right in the same place I keep all my internet
1: passwords ha 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 so just uh I remember my question I was gonna ask you what do you think would possibly happen in the next Toy Story film but that's in the past let's talk about Spider-Man now what do you think would happen in a future Tom Holland
0: film ooh well I kinda I do love the idea honestly which I've heard other people talk about this so I didn't have this idea myself necessarily but resonated with me when I heard it, like, the idea of him of it being a reboot where it's just a very small story that just takes place in New York City. I, guess I like the, it. I guess the first film is that in some ways, um, but this one would be, just be very different because everyone has forgotten that he was Spider-Man. Everyone who knew uh, has forgotten, you know, including Doctor Strange, like, nobody else knows at this point unless he, you know, and he hasn't, as of the, as of the end of the the film, like, he hasn't chosen to reveal it to anyone um, at that point. Like, you get the impression he's gonna just let his friends have a good life and not tell them about him being Spider-Man. They'll be back. Oh, yeah, yeah, they will. Um, They'll probably, Mary Jane will probably find out again at at some point. MJ. Yeah, MJ. What? Actually, isn't her name
1: in this universe short for Michelle something? Oh, you might be right.
0: Yeah, it might not be yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, cause yeah, she doesn't Zendaya doesn't she doesn't really look like a Mary Jane, and she doesn't have red hair either. So it's yeah, that would make more sense. But I imagine there's been different iterations in the comics too. Like obviously, I know he's been with Gwen Stacy at, at, in different iterations, uh, even even in the film versions.
1: And then there's is it Black Cat or Shadow Cat? I can't remember. I think it's Black Cat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Felicia Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they get together. At some point. Alright. Alright nerds. We're going in. We'll catch you on the back end. Not that back end, but back into uh, the film. So <laughs> see it a bit.
2: Joker here. I'd like to take a moment to talk to you about the irreverent nerds. They're sitting here in my hideout, all tied up. Uh, So they can't say this themselves. But they would like you to know that there are multiple options by which you can connect with them. Their Instagram handle is at irreverent underscore nerds. They're on Facebook and YouTube as simply the irreverent nerds. Ugh, so pedantic. And of course, they are on your podcast app. If you listen on Spotify, scroll down and you will see a question. What did you think of this episode? They welcome your feedback, or so they told me. Uh, They also post episode-specific polls and questions from time to time, so please feel free to jump in and give them your two cents while they're still alive. (laughs) Alright, nerds. I've talked enough. Let's get back to this week's episode. It might be their last
0: to find out who is on the other side of the microphone. There are multiple options by which you can connect with us. Our Instagram handle is at irreverent underscore nerds. We are on Facebook and YouTube as simply the irreverent nerds. Makes sense, right? And of course, we are on your podcast app. If you listen on Spotify, scroll down through the episode description and you will see a question. What did you think of this episode? We welcome your feedback, including your constructive criticism. We also post episode specific polls and questions from time to time on Spotify. So please feel free to jump in and give us your two cents. All right, nerds, I've talked enough. Let's get back to this week's episode.
2: All right, nerds, we're back
0: guess we, who's back guess who's back guess who's back we have exited the theater we're sitting here in the parking lot to talk about in no excuse me across, I keep to say into across the spider-verse so we're both a little tired because honestly this movie like visually I mean I'm tired for other reasons too but it wears you out right Am I right? Oh yeah! It is so busy. I mean, the first one was too, but this one I think ramps it up to another level. There's just so much movement and, and action and camera shifts. And cameos! My gosh, the cameos! Oh, oh yeah, like all the little Spider-Man from different either TV shows or video games or live-action movies. Yeah. Like it connected to pretty much every every Sony property. At different points, like we saw Andrew Garfield. Oh, oh. spoilers! By the way, spoilers. <laughs> you guys know know us by now. Like, um, this is going to be a shorter review, so we're, we're going to jump right into spoilers. So yeah, if you haven't uh, seen this yet, go see it first. Uh, but yeah, so you, you see Andrew Garfield. At one point, we see Toby McGuire uh, with the Uncle Ben scene. Yeah, you know. And it's kind of like in the background, but but yeah, like they're all interconnected, which is pretty cool. We see the uh,
1: actor that plays uh, Uncle Aaron from the live-action MCU um, Homecoming dresses the Prowler.
0: Wait,
1: although that was cool, Uncle Aaron. Did I get his name right? Remember, um, in Homecoming with Tom Holland, we actually get to meet, um, uh, the, um... Oh, they
0: tell you who his name is? Because Donald Glover is in that. Donald Glover is in it. He stars as Mother like, uncle. Oh, so they do say what his name is. Because uh, I thought he was just, like, a drug dealer. He mentions uh,
1: Miles, Mor- his nephew Miles, in the ah, film. Oh, nice, perfect. So I don't know if they're actually ever going to introduce Miles Morales in the MCU. They probably will, but but uh, we get him dressed as the prowler in this film, which is pretty cool.
0: That is cool. That is cool. I didn't catch that. But then it's been a while since I've seen the first yeah. the first Spider-Man movie. Did he, did he make a short appearance in the second one too? I think, or was it the third remember. one? It was the third one. This third one takes place back in New York again. So, but yeah, he definitely popped up in the first one. Huh, that's cool. Oh, imagine. Well, no, I think like they wouldn't reiterate it too much because then Miles Morales. It's like in this one, like. The Peter Parker that universe dies so would that mean that Tom Holland dies and then Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man but I doubt they would shadow it that closely
1: well that's the comic book origins but it doesn't have to be one for one we could always uh, just keep Tom Holland around and they're... in the comics uh, Miles Morales also goes by the codename uh, or identity uh, Kid Arachnid
0: Kid Arachnid,
1: huh? Yes, yeah, so, so it's not too confusing with our two Spider-Men because Miles Morales in the comics eventually goes to live on Earth 616. Um, he's originally from what the Ultimate Universe, but he goes to live on Earth 616, where Peter Parker is still alive and will continue to being still alive. So to avoid confusion, uh, he's renamed Kid Arachnid.
0: Huh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think um, I feel
1: like they're probably not going to do a live-action Miles Morales now that the Spider-Verse movies are so popular, though.
0: Yeah, no, that wouldn't make sense. Like, it would make more sense to either make another one with with uh, Tom Holland or maybe. Now, what would be interesting is they if they brought in Spider Gwen, in the Tom into the Tom Holland universe. Was Gwen did Gwen Stacy make an appearance in the first Spider Man, like the one with the? I'm trying to remember. With Tobey Maguire. No, 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 no. Um, the first one with Tom Holland, like Tom mm-hmm. Holland's first standalone Spider Man. I don't. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think she did. Yeah, so they could. That's something they could still do. They could still potentially. Bring her in, or have like Spider Gwen, and maybe, maybe the torch get patched on, passed on to a woman. And have a female Spider Man or Spider Woman. Well, there are plenty, of, <laughs> as this
1: film showed us, there are plenty of uh, Spider people within the Spider Verse. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be Spider Gwen, uh, A.K.A. Ghost Spider, Spider Woman. It could be a different Spider Woman, because the comics have several Spider Women.
0: Yeah, and obviously, there are so many Spider-Men pop up in this one. I am sh- I know they haven't done comic books for every single one of them, so I'm sure some of them got made up just for this film. And they don't have any lines, necessarily. Some of them, you know, they just pop up in the background. Yeah.
1: There were, there were so many cameos in this film that I couldn't keep them all straight. I feel like we'd have to wait until home release, pause it every few seconds, and... Bring on somebody with some sort of encyclopedic knowledge of the Spider Verse, just to catch all the cameos.
0: Yeah, well, I I really liked I liked what they did with with villains in this one. Like, obviously the the spot is is one of the main villains, but I like that there's a sense in which um, Miguel. From the um, who runs the what did he call it? Do you have a name for it? The the League of Spider People. <laughs> I <Right> don't. <bro. laughs> the 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 interdimensional League of Spider People. We'll call it that for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he is so driven to prevent another mistake, like the one that he made, from happening, that he is he's willing to do things that are pretty dark and. Uh, I and mean, he convinces himself that it's the right thing, and that there's no other way to get it done, so he, in a sense, becomes a villain and what
1: what's up with him being a vampire in this film? Because that didn't go anywhere. I know in the comics he's he's just hooked on drugs, and huh. we actually saw that at one point in the film.
0: Oh, is that what that was yeah, About drugs.
1: Yeah, he has to get a He's hooked on Alchemist drugs And he has to get a fix every now and then Hmm Um Oh, so he does He does have a comic book series Oh, yeah, yeah Spider-Man 2099 Okay Um Yeah, he he's definitely from the comics I think I think he was originally created in the 80s or 90s I forget Maybe the 90s If not the 80s But Uh Yeah, he's definitely got A lot of comic history
0: Okay, okay 29. Yeah, I thought I, I know I'd seen him, like, that design somewhere before, like, either in a video game, or, like, a, yeah, so somewhere. Yeah, he definitely makes an appearance in
1: one of the Spider-Man video games as a playable character.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, so Oscar Isaac does his voice, and Oscar, he does a good job in almost anything he's in, but... But that means that Oscar is technically two different characters within the Marvel Universe now. You know. But I guess they can be like, well, it's it's the multiverse or the spider-verse. Who does he play? Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Okay. Yeah, yeah which... Looking forward to Season 2 of that, by the way. I, I really enjoyed Season 1. Um,
1: yeah. Well, you know, it's not... the It's not a first. We have... Um... What's his name? Who played a villain in Luke Cage coming back to play Blade?
0: Was it Blade? Well, Mahershala Ali? Yeah. Oh, well, he also does a character in, in yeah, this too. Oh, really? He does Uncle oh. oh, cool,
2: cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Mahershala.
1: Mahershala Shlashla. I'm going to have to practice trying to say his name
0: Mahershala Ali.
1: We'll just yeah. call him Ali.
0: Good actor. Yeah, a couple of movie recommendations: in Green Book* and *True Detective*, which not a movie, but like he does a series, a season of *True Detective*. Um, I've not seen *Moonlight* yet, though. That's where I think he won an Oscar for that. Or if I know the film won Best Picture. I want to say he won for Best Actor, but um, but definitely, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Harshila. But yeah, this
2: was really good. I think.
0: I think initial my initial rating. I think I would put it at a 4.5 nerd hats. Uh, how about you? I
1: guess a 4.5. I mean, uh, I still think the original film was was better, but uh, it was just right. Yeah. But well, that's just my opinion. I I felt this movie was lo- longer and busier. Not in a bad way. It was still good. Still good. Um,
0: but uh, should we spoil them? Well, yeah, yeah. It ends in a to be continued. Oh yeah, well, we're jumping a little further ahead. But if you've already seen it, obviously you know this. But yeah, like I was surprised. I, I, I mean, I, I, it doesn't surprise that they're doing a, a sequel. But I was surprised that they're like directly tying in this storyline to the next movie. But I guess this one definitely connects to the first film. And it does seem like... We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. You know, did they have a plan for a sequel? I mean, it did take five years for us to get it. So, like, was it was it kind of like, if the first one does well, we'll do a sequel? Which, to some degree, is always true in Hollywood. You know, you can plan for a sequel, but if the first one bombs, then a lot of times those plans get scrapped.
1: And I just feel like... I feel like once I see the second part of this story, I'm going to be able to get a better review. But... We just wanted to Throw that out there Right quick
0: Yeah which I guess in a sense It'd be the third part Sort of But but yeah The first one Didn't end with To be continued But that may have been Because they They did So it could be that Sony has already Ordered Two movies So to speak Um I do wonder if that's Why it took five years Like I think like I mentioned Earlier like Have they been working On both of them And are they gonna Release the next one Next year I hope so I hope Probably you know. Obviously, I hope we don't have to wait another five years for the next one, which I, I doubt. I doubt. If it's already planned to the point that they're willing to to end this one on a cliffhanger, so to speak, then, uh. Hmm. It probably won't be that long. But actually, you should look it up. They might even have an announcement for a date. Perhaps, unless they're waiting for, like, uh, Comic Con. Well, let me
1: look at the Wikipedia. We'll see what's on here, but, uh, we old
0: Wikipedia. Future.
1: Up. Here it is.
0: But um They yeah, got the title of it already too. Um I forget what it is. Now. Beyond. Beyond the spider verse.
1: And um Yeah, I think we were about you were about to mention it earlier, but this film actually explains why the spider was twitching, uh glitching in the first film, which I thought was odd but it makes sense now.
0: Yeah, and like I didn't get it, I didn't catch it the first time I saw it either, like, the first time I saw Into the Spider-Verse, I didn't catch that, but, um, but the second time I watched it, I did, like, I saw that, I was like, oh, the spider's from another universe, um, yeah, and obviously that plays a, a big role, uh, in this, so, like, so I think, so, if I understood correctly, so Spot is from another one of the universes. I think he's from... Or no, wait. Was he from the same one as Miles, but they brought a spider in from another universe? Yes. That's what it was, okay. So they were experimenting, they brought a spider in from another universe. And he worked on that spider. And then that spider escaped and bit Miles, but it was supposed to have bit I guess, Miles in in Earth-42 instead.
1: Um, Yeah. So, here is the uh, future uh, of the Spider-Verse. The sequel, the third film, was confirmed by Lord and Miller all the way back in December 2021. So, we just didn't know. Ah, But everybody else did. Just didn't catch it. Or didn't see it. Yeah, they revealed that Into the Spider-Verse was going uh the sequel to that movie was gonna be split into two films. And um Part two of Across the Spider-Verse Yeah, was, was expected at that point to be released in twenty twenty-three. I guess it got held back, so we're finally getting part one now. Yeah. Uh this past no not this past April, April twenty twenty two that's when it was retitled Beyond the Spider-Verse and given a release date of March 29th, 2024.
0: Okay, so yeah, pretty much, not quite a year away. So March is a good is a good release date for for some movies because it's like you're out of the Christmas movie season. Like the, anything that released during there is pretty much either out of theaters or lost its steam by March, and people are starting to look towards the summer season. But they're not there yet, so, like, like big movies that drop in March uh, sometimes do really well. It just depends. Yeah. Didn't help Quantum Mania too much. I mean, it still did reasonably well, you know, profit-wise, but um, not compared to the first two Ant-Mans. Yeah. And
1: guess what? According to Wikipedia, there's going to be a Spider-Woman uh, spin-off film, and there's going to be a manga published by shonen jump nice sweet the uh, shonen jump manga will star the female doctor octopus (laughs) who wakes up in the body of a young teenage girl for some reason okay in Japan
0: interesting okay maybe she's the one that makes the the spider robot (laughs) (laughs) which by the way makes a return in this film, so she's, a new robot has been built, so I guess she did save the spider the one that can sync up the robot, she saved the spider so she was able to put the spider in in a new uh, new robot and share a psychic connection with that spider robot
1: and uh, just to correct myself, it doesn't give any pronouns, I only assume it's the female Dr. Octopus, but it says Dr. Octopus falls into a coma and has been reawakened in the body of a young Japanese middle schooler, Otaha Okutamiya, and I don't know Japanese, so I don't know if that's what gender name that is. I mean, it says it was a young girl, right? No, it just says middle schooler. I assumed. Oh. It was an assumption on my part, so I'm correcting myself.
0: Oh, okay, so it doesn't necessarily say in either case whether it's a, the female Doc Ock. Doesn't she die? I was trying to remember. Did she die in Into the Spider-Verse? I don't remember her dying. I'm trying to remember. We just watched it not long ago, too.
1: (laughs) You know, I don't recall. I don't recall if she died or not. Well, it does say that she was in a coma. So maybe she got severely injured, I guess. The uh, Spider-Woman spinoff is going to star Spider-Gwen, Silk, and the other Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew. If you don't know who Silk is, that's a character from the comic Cindy Moon, kind of like an Asian Spider-Woman.
0: Okay. Nice. Nice.
1: I guess Jessica Drew was the uh, black Spider-Woman on the motorcycle in this film, I think.
0: That, that'd that be my guess. Yeah. I. Did they ever even say her name? I'm trying to remember. I remember
1: them talking about a Jessica Drew, uh, yes. So that might be her then. <laughs>
0: Now that would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah. But no, like, thoroughly... thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed this... this film, like... I think, um... I think one of the themes that it really... hit on was parenting. Oh, yeah. Um, which, obviously, I, I can relate to that. Uh, having... having four kids of my own. Um, don't have a son... Uh, I don't I don't know what it would be like To have only one kid You know, like I feel like in some ways That would almost put Too much weight on that one relationship like, That's your one kid You know what I mean? Like, both from their side But also from the parents' side To like Um But no, just the idea of having a teenager Who's growing up And doesn't always tell you everything Not, not that... Younger kids necessarily do either, but like,
2: um,
0: but yeah, they're growing more independent, and you got to figure out how to how to let go without completely letting go and let them fly, so to speak, let them soar. Um, yeah, I liked uh, I liked the dynamic they had with with Miles and his parents. And oh his, yeah, I thought was handled well well acted
2: written
1: and Peter B. Parker. We were it's revealed that he has a daughter Mayday Parker, and Mayday is actually from the comics as well. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's the uh, I'm not sure if canonical is the right word because it's a it's a spin future spin off series in which Mayday grows up, becomes Spider Woman or Spider Girl or whatever. Um, so I'm not sure if that's canonical or if is it's or not, but that that was its own series back in the day.
2: Okay,
0: nice. So the daughter of Peter B. Parker and Mary Jane. Mary Jane. So obviously Peter B. and Mary Jane get back together. Um, Cause they've been, were they fully divorced in the last film or just separated I think? They were apart, whatever. whatever I, you night. know, I thought they were divorced, but I'm not sure. I think so, cause like, and I think it was because he didn't want to have a kid, but she did. And Then after working with Miles, like he changed his mind, and then I think it does show him coming back to to marry Jane there at the very end, if memory serves me. Um, but yeah, but no, he's like bringing his baby to work.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, it's pretty intense. Peter, would, did you take our daughter to another fight again? <laughs> no. It's like I wouldn't No, die. I would never do that. <laughs> that would be irresponsible. <laughs>
0: nah. No. That was pretty funny. He's like he's in a bathrobe the entire time.
2: <laughs>
0: he's got his Spider-Man suit on, but he's got a bathrobe on top of it. And a the, the front facing Maybe older (laughs) But yeah his daughter obviously was was born Born with spider powers She can crawl On walls and stuff So that's pretty cool I
1: bet that's gonna be hard to hide in daycare
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true I guess they wouldn't be able to put her in daycare I feel like they experimented more with the art style in this one. Like, they got a little bolder, took some some slightly different choices in some of the scenes, like... And, obviously, we had that one scene with the Lego (laughs) Spider-Man. That was great. That was great. And who's the... There's another scene where, like, the Spot is experimenting, like, as he's using his holes to go in and out of different universes. He goes into a live-action universe and talks to an Asian woman. And I I, I couldn't remember if she was from one of the films. Yes. Is it Venom? Venom. Venom, okay. Yeah. I thought she looked familiar. So she's the store owner where Venom's always like, always Venom slash uh, Eddie Brock. are always going to that store. (laughs) So I was thinking. uh, So it connects to that, too.
1: That's cool. Yeah. I heard that was a deleted scene. They didn't shoot anything new for this film.
0: Oh, I see. So they just they inserted the footage of... Hey, why not? Save you a little bit of money, right? You yeah. reshoot anything? Just add in the CGI? So, um...
1: I was thinking... I, I had uh, read an article on the internet... S- Um, stating that this film somehow set up the next Tom Holland film after watching it I think the only thing they could possibly be talking about is live action Uncle Aaron as the Prowler but that doesn't necessarily mean anything like that's just a cameo
0: yeah it could it could though that would be pretty cool Donald Glover is a good actor so I wouldn't mind seeing that him, him as the Prowler I do feel like a little bit, maybe a little bit too much uh, crossover, though, like, because the prowler pro- features too prominently in the first uh, Spider-Verse film, so. Yeah. I feel like they'd be retreading that ground. Not that they're necessarily afraid to do that, but. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that would be the best decision. But again, I wouldn't mind seeing Donald Glover as the prowler.
1: I, I was originally excited to see a live-action Miles Morales, but now that we've gotten so much Miles Morales in the Spider-Verse films, I feel like it would be oversaturating it, the, the movies, with uh,
0: with Wait, that storyline. Who was the live-action? Oh, you, you're wanting
1: to see a live-action. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was wanting to see a live-action Miles Morales when uh, Homecoming had uh, the uncle in it. But you're right, I just think it would be too much overlap.
0: Yeah, yeah, This is probably just a cameo for Donald. Yeah, old Donald. But yeah, I did not realize the significance of his character when I saw that phone. So. Unless you told me at some point. You might have told me, but I had forgotten if you did.
1: So, um, the canceled, uh, Spectacular Spider-Man is in this film. What was it? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Spectacular oh. Spider-Man. I think it got canceled after a season. One season, probably. That was a good, good show, too. And, mm-hmm. uh, so the Spectacular Spider-Man actually makes an appearance in this. We get a clip from the show as a part of the origin. But also, uh, the character just is just there uh, newly animated in one of the scenes standing with all the spider man I think he talks a little bit but uh there's so many cameos in this film I felt like I saw the CGI <coughs> Spider-Man cartoon at one point it looked familiar that one that came out back between Spider-Man 1 and 2 of the Tobey Maguire era hmm. there was just so much in this film um and I think
0: we even wasn't we even saw Tom Holland Spider Man at one point. Did we? I think so. It looked like his um his um Endgame suit, I think. Or his Infinity War suit. Like the one that's more um, has the AI and everything. It's built by Iron Man.
1: Yeah, I definitely saw some some Spider Men that looked like they were wearing the Iron Spider suit, but I, I don't know if it was Tom Holland or not. Um supposed to be Tom Holland it didn't
0: or. sound like his voice but it, it also was really brief so I couldn't quite tell hmm. I know that
1: Miguel o- O'Hara's character uh Spider-Man 2099 character talked about Doctor Strange and that nerd at one point so it was definitely yeah.
0: referenced um that universe thing. yeah he, he seemed annoyed he's like they missed it <laughs> which obviously you know and and uh, uh, uh. uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, but obviously it deals with the multiverse. So apparently both live action and animated worlds are connected. Apparently. Uh, as well as Lego.
1: <laughs> Everything is awesome when you're part of a team. Did Tony put that out?
0: Mm, I don't know I'm trying to remember I don't know if it was Blue Sky I don't know if it was Illumination The Lego movie? No, I I don't remember I just know it's not Disney No (laughs) But neither is this
1: Well they had a lot of Warner Brothers characters Warner Brothers Discovery characters in that film like Batman Yeah Uh, I don't know, maybe they got permission from the Lego company to have Lego Spider-Man in the film or something and it's not connected to the Lego movie at all I'm just I'm sure there'll be a a Lego
0: Spider-Man video game coming out though (laughs) I can always guarantee that (laughs) because why not
1: wasn't there already a Lego
0: Marvel Universe game I don't know I wonder if they just have an exclusive deal with DC. They've got Lego Batman. But then they also have Lego Indiana Jones. Maybe that is with, (laughs) excuse me, Warner Brothers, because they have Lego Harry Potter as well, which is Warner Brothers. So, maybe so. Maybe so. No, no.
1: There's definitely Lego Marvel games. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. So, so Lego Marvel Superheroes, one, two, and three, or uh, one and two and then Avengers.
0: So, come back to this movie, Spider Gwen, or Gwenda. Wanda. Um, Gwanda. Um, we get to see her universe at the beginning, towards, well, towards the beginning, which I thought was cool. Get to meet her dad. doesn't say where her mom went. I don't know if her mom died or not sure, but, like, she's not around, so it's just her and her dad.
1: I assume she died. She's never really been around in any incarnation of the character. Hmm.
0: Maybe that was her Uncle Ben was her mom. Although it seemed to imply that her dad might die too, because there's always like a captain it was one of the what they call the can cannon points or cannon event. Canon event, yeah. Like something that is shared between all the universes, like like someone who's a police captain who's close to Spider Man dies.
1: Not pretty sure Spider Gwen's uncle Ben would be Peter Parker himself, which I was really surprised in this film that he actually becomes a lizard.
0: Yeah. That was interesting. He, like, experiments on himself because he figured out that his friend was Spider-Girl and he wanted to be powerful like her. And it goes wrong! And they end up fighting and he ends up dying as a result of the fight.
1: I don't know if Captain Stacy is supposed to die or does die in the Spider-Gwen comics or not but I know that Captain Stacy, as far as I know, as far as I remember he does die in several of the Spider-Man universes as well as Gwen Stacy herself dying
0: yeah and and that's something that she ref- Spider-Gwen references in talking to Miles is that Gwen Stacy falls for Spider-Man in most of the universes but then it also doesn't end well in most of those universes. So in hers, instead of, since she became you know that got the powers of the spider, then Peter Parker's the one who died. What's up with these fifteen year olds running around taking names and kicking ass? What, in the comics? Well no, in this movie, like fifteen year old Miles Morales. I guess she's supposed to be a little bit older, Gwen, but not much. Like, teenagers. I feel like in real life, they, a teenager in most cases wouldn't be mature enough to step up to the plate like that. Well... <laughs> or just not ready, emotionally ready.
1: I have two theories. Either A, it's because Spider-Man was one of the very first teenage superheroes in the comics. Uh, and they wanted to continue that. With mm-hmm. these new vers- these new characters, or or it has to do with the target audience. It's one or the other.
2: Mm.
0: That's true too. Uh, money's always an angle from the studio perspective. So yeah, that's one of the reasons why the Harry Potter films are so popular. It's like it's like children who often, even in good parenting homes, there's an the extent to which you're you're not in control. Or you're not as powerful as you want to be as a kid, Because your parents are in charge. You know even if they're good parents like so the harry potter series in a sense like shows kids their age having this like secret power that they can utilize so that there's a there's an appeal to that at least that's what jk rowling speculates so so i imagine this somewhat similar where it's like a you 15 know, year old I guess 14 in the last movie um yeah i forgot he was that young in the last movie pretty young just starting out in uh, high school
1: man when I was a teenager I thought I was so old (laughs) now it's both you and I are just shy of 40 and I'm just thinking I was such a baby oh yeah I hadn't even been around that long but anyway that's a different topic
0: yep (laughs) I guess in terms of the the universe is concerned, we we still haven't been around that long, (laughs) (laughs) that's true too. But yeah, relative to other humans, or no, other species, we've been around a little while, got a little bit of experience under our belts. Yeah. Well hey guys, so. We're keeping this a little shorter because we had an opener already where we just kind of shot the breeze and we talked some Spider-Man as well, but we had a good time. So we hope you enjoy this review and if you let us know what you thought of the film first and foremost and uh, you know, send us a voice message. We'll include it in next week's episode. We haven't talked about it in a while, but yeah, you can still send us voice messages. It's still there. It's not the anchor.fm profile anymore, uh, but you can go... Uh, on our instagram page just add up uh, a underscore nerds you can go there to our link tree and you know obviously you can find your way to our spotify for podcasters profile where you can leave a best voice message you can also become a subscriber which we'd uh, be grateful if you do and we're um, getting ready to mail out we're a little behind on some of our bonus episodes and prizes but we'll get we'll get there you know thank you again to our subscribers and uh, our first winner of a prize was Lars Dicenza, who's also subscriber number one, and I will be mailing his his gift out, which is a $25 Paramount Plus gift card. Nice. Which is something uh, Lars will definitely use, because he uh, uses Paramount Plus all the time for his Tricknicity podcast, and just because he loves Star Trek, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have another drawing for June. Uh, we missed May, and that's our fault. Um, but we are realizing that in order for this to really work, uh, you have to sign up. You have to let us know who you are, obviously, if you want to be a part of that. So you have to sign up for our, our mailing list. Uh, but it is eligible only to subscribers. So, so, But subscribers who additionally you know, sign up for our email list. And uh, we're working the kinks out. We're getting there. Um, anyway, thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, sorry for the confusion. If you thought that uh, Elijah Miller was going to be talking with us this week, we got our... our because there was an extra Wednesday in May that kind of threw off the, the rhythm a bit. And I just wasn't thinking with last week's episode when I mentioned that. But he'll, Elijah will actually be joining us for next week's episode for Comic Book Week uh, in June. So, so yeah, look forward to that. Uh, we'll be getting an update on his work. And, uh, yeah. So, until next time. Till next time. Live long and prosper. Sayonara. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Irreverent Nerds podcast. If you would, consider following us on Instagram. We are there at Irreverent underscore nerds. You can also hit us up on Facebook. Just look us up there at the Irreverent Nerds. That's our fan page. We have a YouTube channel as well. Once again, the Irreverent Nerds. Nice and simple, right? And if you go to www.irreverentnerds.com, that will send you to our podcasters for Spotify, formerly Anchor.fm, profile, where you can send us a voice message if you want to, support us financially, or listen to the podcast. It will also direct you to other places you can listen, like Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, you name it. So, like, comment, subscribe, follow all those good things wherever you find us wherever you listen to us we would greatly appreciate it until next time nerds live long and prosper
2: avengers assemble i'm batman